ex-husband or simply ex-husband burned down the house. And unfortunately, the most stories prove the mother being killed because it's the mother that is gone. That's incredible. That was incredible. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Hello, everyone. All right, how's it going? Wow, well. <laughs> that was a lot. It was a lot. And for everyone listening on the, the on the podcast, on your audio, wherever you're listening to us from, uh, we have got a lot of ads at the beginning at the moment, so that's what those were. If you want to see what those videos were about, come on to YouTube through the lens of Brian and Lex. Check them out for yourself. But I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Lex. Um, this beautiful, bald, but hat-wearing guy on my right-hand side. It's none Always other than Brian John. Always the ball, John. Always <laughs> the ball, John. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I apologize. <laughs> so, uh, what's going on? Like, I know, like, there's a lot going on right now. Like, these videos are like all these videos that are coming out. Uh, mm -hmm. The 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 latest promo videos for the Global Ghost Hunt or is like uh there's 25 coming mm -hmm. out over the next <laughs> couple of weeks <laughs> i seem to be doing two a day um but uh yeah the latest uh promo uh is uh is great and the one that we just showed right now is for the group we have on today yes the best paranormal yes so there's a lot going on we're two weeks away what are we two weeks away yeah i think we're two yeah, weeks, two weeks away yeah, from the ghost hunt. yeah. yeah. so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun um there's a lot of investigations there's a lot going on it's going to be a busy 10 days i'm hoping that i'm going to get out to an investigation that i definitely am looking forward to mm. That's with uh, Todd and Marissa, Hinsdale House. I'm going to go out to and uh, investigate with them. Uh, uh, they invited me. Hinsdale House is a little bit of a distance for me, but Hinsdale House, for God's sakes. I mean, what? Yeah, you, know, you have to do it. I have to do it. But the only problem is every time I cross the border, like honestly, I shouldn't get I shouldn't I shouldn't get nervous crossing the border. Like I generally don't get I'm not a nervous person, but I get nervous when I'm going to the border because they make you nervous. <laughs> <laughs> like they, Do you feel they like you've done something of, wrong? 
they asked me a bunch of questions while I'm sitting there in my car. And then they then what they do is if you're going to be going into the office, they put your passport into an orange bag and zip it up. <laughs> it's like, OK, what's going to happen now? So then you get sent into the office and then they ask you 400 questions. 400 questions over and over and over again. And they'll ask you about the, the they'll ask you one question 15 different ways mm. to try to catch you in a lie. Dude, all I'm doing is going across and filming a location. I don't understand <laughs> what the big deal is. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be causing World War Three. Do they do that thing where you tell them that you're filming ghost hunting videos? And they go, right, so you believe in ghosts, do you? Uh-huh. And you go, <laughs> and then you just go, do you believe in Jesus? <sighs> Prove one. It's, and it's then very, they're like, okay. <laughs> it's very, I, I never used to be scared going across the border. Like, never, ever. But ever since what happened, you know, near the end of COVID, mm. and they turned me around and said, you're not allowed in here. It's like, now I'm scared every single time to go there, to go across. Homeland Security in the state is... It's horrible right off the bat when i went to the uk last year he asked me what i was doing there and i told him and he said wow have a great time and that was it <laughs> well that's the that's the uk for you <laughs> i don't know canada is not even that i don't even think canada is that bad like if you're coming from the states to canada i don't think it's bad at all oh, it's really? just the americans they don't trust you. The Americans, uh, the American border is horrible. I love Americans personally. I have a lot of friends that are Americans, but yeah. um, yeah, it's horrible. So, should we tell people where we're streaming to if they're listening to the podcast right now? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. we're we're on about <laughs> we're we're on so many pages right now. <laughs> should I say the main ones? Say the uh, main. We're one. on uh, we're on Parapost Network Central is the main one. Uh, the second main one is YouTube through the lens with Brian and Lex, and we're also on Paralinks. And if you're unfamiliar with Paralinks, uh, you must be living under a rock. This <laughs> is, you know, obviously very popular. And uh, so, yeah, so we're streaming on those three pages. We're also streaming on Huntophobia Canada. We're also streaming on Parapost 2 International. Where else? Oh, and I haven't told you this, but we're now streaming on Twitter. Oh, really? Yes. Now that I didn't know about. Yes, and that started about three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't tell you. So if you go over to the Twitter page on Huntophobia and see if we're, we're live right now, or I don't know how they do it, if it's live or it's going to go up once the show is done. Uh, no, it's live now. I've got it here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. Just oh, I yeah. can't see it because my background, but yeah, yeah, you can see us. Yeah, that's we're so cool. we're yeah. That started about three weeks ago. I've been meaning Time to tell you that. I forget every show. We retweet that. <laughs> yes. So uh, you know, so yeah, we're on Twitter now as well, which is great. And that's crazy. Uh, I didn't realize. I didn't realize because they had at one point they had a what was the live feed that they had going through Twitter? It was some app um oh, i have no idea periscope periscope originally it was periscope and then they got rid of periscope and uh now they have live and now is that because elon i would i would hazard a guess yes oh ghost ghost trackers you uh uk's in the room 
There's a lot of people in the room. There is. Um, let's go through some of these people before we bring up our guest today. And there's two, four, six people coming up today. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Rosanna. Hi, Rosanna. Always hey, nice Rosanna. to see you. I don't think I've seen this person before. It's a me. Oh, it's Liz. Liz from <laughs> oh, Liz. Liz right now. Okay. <laughs> there's Courtney. Hi, Courtney. Uh, there's uh, there's uh, uh, Georgia. Hello. How you doing? And there's uh, Matt, of course. With oh. I'm sure he's got his book. Captain Plagiarism. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's got his book ready. Oh, and uh, just to make, she said hi to you too. Hey. Rosanna said hi to you. And there's uh, Drew. Hi, Drew. Or Adriana. I don't know why That's she goes nice. by Drew. I like Adriana better than Drew. Because it's easier to say, probably. Yeah, maybe. I mean, imagine uh, it's I haven't seen you, there. Brian, on Patty Last Life. Hope I'll. You know what? I didn't realize she did one. And because I'm not getting the notifications for her page. And I don't know why. Um, she's had that problem with a lot of people uh, not getting the notification. Um, there's Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Thank you for coming in, buddy. And here's Nicole. Now, just to let everybody know, Nicole has a show up on Parapost Network Central. Uh, you should check that show out. I believe she's on Mondays. Um, and also, Anthony also has a show on Parapost Network and Parapost 2 as well. And sorry, Drew. Um, Drew also has a show. Uh, she's with Chris Mule, and it's on Parapost, Parapost as well, both channels. Uh, they had a show. They had uh, Jenny Sullivan on last night. So I, got, I was able to watch a little bit of that. There you go. Yeah, it, it is scary, Nicole. I, did, I think they scare you on purpose. Hold the press. Ken What's Allen that? is in the building. Uh-oh. Ken Allen is in the chat. Been a little while again, my There's, friend. Hello. Is Scott Lee Bowers <laughs> in the room? Hey, Scott. Nice seeing you. Raymond is in the room as always. Thank you, How Raymond, you doing, for coming in. I'm glad he's here for the second yeah. bit at the end, actually. Yeah. So. so where is Ken? Uh, there he is. Underneath Drew. So uh, something funny happened the other day. Uh, before uh, we get into what you've been doing. Um, so uh, I was on Matt's first Paraverse uh, show uh, on on Wednesday. So we were talking about raising money. We were talking about, I don't know how this subject came up. I think uh, Jen Jacobs said something. Uh, in fact, she did say something about um, auctioning me off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to raise money for Matt so he can stay longer in New Orleans. I think that's a good and, idea. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, um, Matt brought it to the attention of Ken Allen on Friday nights on uh, uh, his show with Brian James. Uh, yeah. They have a show on Friday nights. Um, was it Friday or Thursday? I think it was Thursday, actually, um, uh, called uh, Haunts Hollywood. And they do the show together. And I want to let people know, from what I understand, Ken Allen and Queen B are coming back uh, with their show. Uh, the Wizards Table, hopefully soon, which is also shown on Parapost Network Central. See, I'm doing it all today. You know why I'm saying all these names and saying all these shows is because I was watching uh, Matt and Don Vic last night talking about uh, uh, 
about sharing out the shows and stuff like that and uh, really getting uh, really trying to get people to really come together and really start sharing up, start sharing these shows out. Um, and I thought it was great. So um, Hollywood haunts. There you go. Thank you. It's not haunts Hollywood. Sorry. My apologies. So um, it, uh, I, it stuck to me because uh, we're kind of the, I don't want to say we're the leaders of this page, but I am the owner of this page and I should be doing it more often. And uh, Matt, Matt was right. And uh, Don Vic was right last night on what they said. We need to be, we need to be calling out these shows a lot more than what we've been doing. Uh, and I will also let people know Jay Hill uh, had a show this afternoon and he's now on Paralinks Plus. Uh, so you can watch him over at Paralinks Plus as well. So uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So uh, yeah, I've missed the Wizards table too, Raymond. And uh, um, I, I think Queen Bee and Ken Allen are great together. I think they have a great show. I don't understand a lot of stuff they're saying, but <laughs> it's still a great show. <laughs> I'm with you there, buddy. I'm with you yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, Ken, Ken Allen. Um, so anyway, so I was telling that story and Ken, Ken Allen said that he's got a lot of money and he's going to be uh, uh, making a bed for me. So I, I imagine he would. Yes. He, he loves you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Chrissy. Hi, Chrissy. Chrissy. Long time no talk. I hope you're doing well. Um, listen. And also, yes, listen. And also, <laughs> I just want to let people know. And uh, I don't know. Are we allowed to say this, Chrissy? Are we allowed to say about the, the Fear Fest and the dates and stuff like that? Just let me know in the comments and I will. Uh, talk about that uh, when I can, maybe closer to the end of the show, yeah, if we're allowed right. to talk about that. So, and while you're waiting for that confirmation, I just yeah. want you guys to know that Lex Paranormal did the unthinkable the other day. I dropped yes. a new episode. It's been a yes. very long time. <laughs> uh -oh. But if you haven't, oh, what's, what's going on there? there? What happened? You think, I don't know. You've gone off. Can you Fix hear me though? Camera. I can hear you. I just can't see you. Your camera's dead. <laughs> while you Why fix that. I'm going to self-plug. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, while Brian fixes that, if you haven't seen it already, uh, after this show, if you'd like, head over to Lex Paranormal, my channel, and watch the new episode. And Brian is in it, as well as the Portal to the Paranormal and the Patrol Paranormal, as we investigated the Merley House. This is part one of three. So feel free to check that out and like and subscribe that and share that out for me. If you can, all support is appreciated. And then come back to this channel through the lens. And like and subscribe that one and catch up on some shows if you're new to the channel, new to the podcast, i.e. And Brian's face, you're back on camera. Yes. How are you doing? Um, I don't know why it does that, <laughs> but uh, I think it's this little gadget that I have here that I hook up my external hard drives um, uh, to it. And I also plug in my two cameras. And for some mm. reason, I think it's going. I think it's... Oh, it's on its way out. Oh, no. So, yeah, uh, Chrissy, if you can put those dates uh, in here and uh, we will I will put that up on the screen because the dates have changed for Oktoberfest, Oktoberfest, Fear Fest. <laughs> <laughs> you know where my mind is. Uh, Fear Fest. Uh, the dates have changed. It's going to be at the end of September, the beginning of October. So those dates have changed. And what's oh lord here we go dr pepper Swapping so and he's got a monster drink too so uh yeah i have i didn't bring a monster drink i i brought i brought this today 
the old boring oh, stuff. The old healthy stuff. <laughs> yes, the old healthy stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the so the dates have changed for Fear Fest. It's going to be at the end of September, beginning of October, uh, instead of near the end of October, um, which is which is even better um, in some ways because I was going to be away, kind of close to the end of Global Ghost Hunt in October. Because it was on the, I believe it was on the 27th, 28th and 29th or somewhere around there. Um, So I was going to be missing part of that, uh, the Global Ghost Hunt, but I was going to be representing, or I still am going to be representing the Global Ghost Hunt at Fear Fest uh, come this September. So we have a group today. Um, Should, should I talk about before we, before, before we get started? um about the other guests we were or should i just let it go oh that didn't um well let's, let's let it go let's not give let it go okay. let's not so give there you go time. so here it is <laughs> uh here it is uh for fear fest these are the new dates and uh the 29th the 30th and october 1st for for i was going to say october fest again what the hell Keep your mind off the beer. Fear fest. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be a speaker at that uh, that event. I still need to find out if I'm going to be a, a speaker at Ghostorama in June. I haven't heard from Dan. He he asked me last year if I wanted to speak, and I said sure. So uh, I need to find out about that. But talk a little bit of, before we bring on uh, Abyss Paranormal. Talk about your video and uh that you released on on i know you did a little while ago but talk about it talk about the video and what's going on in the video so people know so they can go over and watch it and when is part two coming out you can part say two's that. Com- ah, part two will be coming out next friday okay um so yeah so this was uh the Merley house it was day one of mine and brian's uk uh paranormal travel i suppose you'd call it and we met up with uh, Portal to the Paranormal. So Nando, Sarah, Dan, uh, a couple of others for their team. We met up with Rob and Rob from the patrol. And the Merley House is awesome. It's in Wimborne, uh, south of the UK. It's awesome. It's a massive mansion. There are pictures of it at the end of the video for those who are interested in looking at the building. Uh, but the, this video is a, it's a bit of a different format to how I used to do it. I've picked out parts of the investigation that I think were worth checking out and looking at because obviously we're there for a long time and uh, mm. so the format's a little different but i picked up some cool stuff you know there's a potential few evps in there um there's one of them that i chose not to annotate because i don't want i want people to comment what they hear because mm. myself rob rob and all that have been speaking about it and we can't decipher it they're not getting the same thing so we're ho- i'm trying to get a collection of answers for that uh we've also got myself doing the estes method yeah, in the creepiest basement tunnel you've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> with a random yeah. chair in it. If you're gonna, if you, uh, if you, you know that that basement itself was creepy in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But that hallway, when you sat, like I didn't even want to stand in there to be honest. No, it was, and, it was very claustrophobic. Very. And when you were at the end, I was actually to be. I was. At one at one point, I was thinking, you know, it wouldn't really surprise me if I saw two two hands come out and grab Lex in his head and pull him back. 
I mean, when, when, when you watch the video, guys, like just look at where I'm sat in the Estus. Behind us is this old like 1800s wooden door with a giant cross on it. <laughs> And it's yeah, just it the frame crazy. of the door, but it was it was just it's all gray and dingy and disgusting, and it was yeah it made for a really cool shot. I'm not gonna lie, but the um yeah it was a creepy corridor. But they're yeah. just the two main bits I did in this video. Uh, I thought it was a good way to start it off, uh, and then part two uh, we've got some we've got some bigger tests uh, in there, and a really cool cameo from another scare from like a scarecrow thing. So what's this? It was part two that was brilliant. Cool. Live Lex did last night. I wasn't live last night. I was at work. Was that was that the, <laughs> what do you the mean video Friday? made it look like it was live? If you're on about oh, so if you're thinking of Friday night when I did the release of the video, it was a premiere video, yeah. So I wasn't actually live. But that would have been cool. Brian would have got back to Canada very quickly. Yeah. There <laughs> There's the link for uh Fear Fest uh in September. Please. Um if you're in the area or if you're interested in going going to New Orleans, this is the best time to be doing it. Um, New Orleans, I've never been to New Orleans, so I'm looking forward to seeing New Orleans and uh, actually doing uh, an investigation there as well. And also uh, Global Ghost Hunt is going to be represented along with Parapost too. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you can, there's a link. Um, you can just... Copy and paste that link, put it in your browser, and go over and buy some tickets. And if you want to be a vendor, this is the perfect time to do it. And uh, get your stuff out there, get uh, your merchandise, get your videos out there, whatever. And I was actually thinking about bringing a TV, like a monitor, and playing uh, some of the videos from the Global Ghost Hunt for May. That'd be awesome. And yeah, so I'm, th I'm thinking about doing that. So... Yeah, so uh, go over to Fear Fest, purchase some tickets. They're not expensive, um, and it's going for a good cause as well. So, okay, people, let me just bring this down. Thank you, Chrissy, for putting that in the room. I appreciate that. So uh, Abyss Paranormal, they uh, obviously you saw their prom uh, their promo video. They're going to be investigating mm -hmm. in Windyville, uh, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Can I say that? Missouri, Missouri. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, general store and, uh, cannery cannery. Yes. Cannery. They're, they're also going to be filming some other locations within the area as well. Uh, but they are filming the general store. So there's a lot of them to here today. There's six of them. So, uh, when we bring them up, we'll get them to introduce themselves and uh, we'll get going, okay? You ready, Lex? Here we go. I'm ready. Okay, here is Abyss Paranormal. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so let's start off with this first. Let's introduce <laughs> everyone. And uh, so we can get everybody's name. And there will be a test at the end of the show. And people, you have to guess the right person's name. <laughs> so, uh, and if you do, you're going to win a shirt. No, I'm just kidding. You're not going to get applause. Uh, so let's introduce everyone, and uh, so we can uh, so we can start doing uh, so we can start getting to know you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm Vicky. I'm the founder of Abyss Paranormal, and this is I'm Stephen. This is Stephen. I'm Liz. Jesse. Jesse. Andrea. Gage. I love that, and I said it, uh, before we went live. I love the name Gage. Gage. Now, that's a great name. Is that your real name? Yeah. <laughs> really? Your parents yeah. love you. 
they wanted you to have a cool name growing up because that's an awesome name. That's all I got to say. Yeah. A little boy that got he killed. <laughs> His name was Gage. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see some of these actors that, uh, what is, uh, what's her name? Uh, Where's he gone? Brian. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, Am I gone? Back. Am I back? You're back. You're back. You're back. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, oh. uh, bring up. She she named her kid Apple. Now, that's a kid is just going to be made fun of the rest of his life. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. you are talking about the same woman that wanted to sell her bodily fluids online, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did not she, know that. She, yeah, she's gross. <laughs> Did not was, know that. She was uh, great that's... in Iron Man, but she's gross in she, real life. <laughs> yeah, she just went through a court case too, right? Yeah, she of, did. Yeah. Uh, did she, did she accident. win? Yeah, she won. Yeah. I wonder why she won. She's badass. Yeah, because she's badass. <laughs> she she bribed the judge with um bodily fluids. I don't think so. <laughs> the judge with bodily fluids. Uh, that's, that's, that's two different that's people. <laughs> let's, not, let's not confuse them. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, Lex. Uh, you can uh, get us started. Yeah, so first of all, it's a pleasure to meet all of you, uh, especially from over here on the UK side of things. So thank you very much for giving us your time today. Uh, I want to start off with your each individual experiences of what got you in, what introduced you to the paranormal? What experience did you have that woke you up to this side of things? Well, I guess I'll kind of start off. Um, I kind of was always around paranormal. I grew up on stories of uh, paranormal experiences my grandmother had had and my mom and things. And then I, over the years, I learned I was a dreamer and an empath and things. But when I was about 15, I was going through a rough patch in life. And I'm trying to make a short story out of a long story. Uh, That's okay. I ended up seeing my grandmother. She appeared to me. She had passed away like four months prior to this. And uh, I mean, it, it was for quite a few seconds. And I first felt a hand on my shoulder. I thought it was my mom and I looked around and I could still feel the hand, but I couldn't see it. And then I, when I turned forward in the mirror, my grandma was standing behind me and I turned back and she's not there. And I do this and she was there and, then all of a sudden the hand moved and she was gone. And it was just a few seconds later, my mom come running in and she said, how long have you been sitting there? And I said, about two hours. And she had almost experienced the same thing. She felt the hand. She thought it was me. And, uh, but when she turned around, nobody was there. And she said she could still feel the hand. So it made me realize that I had really seen it. Because it wasn't just me. My mom had experienced it also. Oh, and um, it just, over <clears throat> all the years prior to this, I had seen things and I was like, did I see that? But I was still skeptical, you mm. know, mm. about it. But after that experience, within, I think it was three or four weeks, I had <laughs> my first investigation, which consisted of, going to a house that I had already seen somebody in the backyard 
And I took a flashlight and a cassette tape recorder. And that was my first investigation. Mm. Wow. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I was very stupid. I lied to my parents about where I was going. And I went to a very dangerous location at three o'clock in the morning. And I was wow. 16. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's where it all began. And Stephen, what about you? Um, See, I'm getting the names right. It's yeah, it's yeah. Vicky, Stephen, Liz, Jesse, Jesse, mm -hmm. and the middle one I didn't hear. Andrea, Andrea, and no, then likes obvious, <laughs> and then obviously Gage. Yeah. I'm gonna say it like that. Yeah. Gage. Gage. Okay, go ahead, Stephen. Call him Jesus. <laughs> he takes his ponytail out and he, he looks, looks like, like Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> So, Stephen, what about you? Um, I've never really had a paranormal experience yet. So, so you were just so. Let me get this straight. You were probably just say, you know what? We <laughs> like you. You're going to be part of this team. So, whether you like it or not, so because you got good aura around you, right? Um, you seem like you have a good aura around you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly got interested in it by reading books about it, like kid books about it. And that's how I got interested. That's cool. What about and you, Liz? His partner. Liz? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Already a member yeah, that's how of our team. Ah, okay. And okay. so when they got together, he joined in. Okay, so. that makes a lot of sense. And Liz, what about you? Um, I'm an atheist that doesn't believe in the paranormal, so I'm kind of out. <sighs> Wonderful, to... the skeptic. What yeah. a team! It's great to have on your team. It's yeah, great to have on your team. Yeah. I am open to it. I am not one who's going to be all like, you know, like, oh, that's right in front of my face. Let's, let's just ignore that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I kind of hope that I, you know, kind of get the, uh, what is it? What is it called? You know, the ghost right in front of your yeah, face. The golden. So let me ask you this, when you're, when, when, let's say you guys are doing an EVP session, like a recording and you capture a EVP, what is the first thing you think about Liz? Like, do you go, oh, well that must be somebody outside. I, or, yeah. Very quickly. I'm like, who was talking? Yeah. A lot of times if, if it's something that's questionable for me, like if it's not so easily debunked, um, yeah. I will literally have, you know, somebody stand over here to the side and be like, hey, do me a favor and whisper with this, you know, so I can kind of compare voices and, okay. you know, and, and tone and that sort of thing. So I, th I think, you know what, and I know some people will disagree with this, but I think it's an amazing thing to have on a team is a skeptic mm -hmm. um, because they will do everything and anything to see if try to to uh, debunk it, debunk and, it, yes. you know, and put things in perspective. And, you know, because I, I, I don't know about you, Lex, but I think it's perfect to have a skeptic on your team. I really do. Well, I, I've got a resident skeptic in my earlier videos. My best friend um, didn't believe in it. He now does because he's been out with me a, a number of times, but he really didn't believe in it when he started doing videos with me. Um, and I loved having that on the team. Because it keep, I think it keeps you level-headed as well. I think that's the best thing. Because as investigators, we're very quick to jump. Yeah. And sometimes in the excitement of everything, we will latch on to, that must be it. That must be it. So having someone there to be like, well, actually, let's look at this properly. Um, and then if you still can't explain it, you don't have to say it's paranormal. You just can't explain it. But for the investigator, they're like, okay, I can probably say it's paranormal. 
because we can't explain it and you can't explain it. But it's it's good. I think the dynamic of the team is perfect. I think every team should have a skeptic. Personally. Right. Yeah, I do too. And Jesse, what about is, you? Sorry, uh, sorry, Vicky, go ahead. Uh, Liz's husband is not here today, but he is okay. our main tech man. Okay. He is also atheist. And he has had some eye-opening things, you know, far as EVPs and things, because he analyzes our evidence. And uh, so it's good to have. And I, I'm really glad that we have Skeptic. It's know? actually quite humorous to watch him uh, uh, be shocked. Because he will literally start like, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning. I heard something. Listen to that. <laughs> yeah, that's those are those great moments that, you know, you don't as soon as you pick something up, whether it's through your camera or your voice recording. The first thing you want to do is you want to contact somebody from your team and go, holy crap. Listen to this, you know, but my 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 not getting off of what Lexus is question, but what I want to ask you, Liz, because you are an atheist. What drove you to join the group knowing that you are a skeptic? Um, it's a fascination. I kind of want to be proven wrong a little bit. Um, I, I kind of want to know if there is anything after this life because, you know, as an atheist, I believe there's not. I believe we just, you know, we turned one, it up. One and, and done. Uh, yes. And uh, and I would like the idea. I mean, you know, I I would hope that there's reincarnation. That's what I'm hoping yes. to find out that reincarnation mm -hmm. is real, that I have another chance at this life and to do better and that sort of thing. But evidence is on the contrary. So until I yeah. get solid proof, which is what I'm here for. Um, what know. about uh, Lex? What about that story? You know, that story of the young boy mm -hmm. that said he was reincarnated and he knows his prior life. He actually went to, uh, where was he from? What was that full story? Do you know what story I'm talking uh, about? I can't remember where he's. I know he's in America. Okay, uh, but he's like he's he's like ten years old or something like that, and he can he picked out a photograph of himself and his mother from like 150 years ago or something like that, and he knew the address and he said spoke about the layout of the house, but he'd never been there, like the exact room to room. Um, there's a whole documentation of it. It's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, uh, Jesse? Uh, I go with my first experience being the haunted house, haunted playroom at the Blue House. Okay. He lived in a haunted house. That's great. He lived in a haunted house. That's now, awesome. Now, you need to know this, Brian. Jesse okay. is my son. I kind of figured after what he said. Yeah. He, <laughs> he is That's my great. oldest son. And, okay. um, the experience he's talking about is I'll just try to do short on this one. We had a playroom upstairs and um, we always felt that the toys was being moved around Six and things. But one morning I went upstairs to wake him up for school and he had locked himself in the bathroom and was afraid to come out <laughs> because he knew something was out there. And, uh, yeah, I knew the room was haunted. I didn't think it would hurt the kids. Um, but anyway, when that happened to him, he knew that things did exist. He had seen yeah. stuff and and so he's a he's a big believer. He's a believer, but he is yeah. still 
he will go over things and, you know, well, what about this? Could it be this? And, you know, and we all do that. Our, yeah, you know, I we want to so. make sure before we say that it is. And we've got stuff that we can't determine exactly what it is. We cannot debunk it, but we can't say what it is. And we, we have a file that we call our hmm file, you know, and that's what we put it in. And when we do reveals, it's always that we always give our client a thumbnail, a thumb, not a thumbnail, but a thumb drive of any evidence that we had, any EVPs or video or pictures. And then at the very end of it, we have our hmm. And we say, no, yeah. we found this. We don't know what it is. We can't say what it is. But here you go. You've got yeah. it. And you guys make your own determination. On yeah. It. Just yeah. to let people in the uh, just to let people know in the room, this team, they do have a YouTube channel. So if you want to go over to their YouTube, that'd be great. If you want to go to their Facebook, that would be awesome too. The link is in the uh the description. But this team does a lot more private residentials than going to abandoned haunted places so just to let people know right um, about 90 uh, what we do is yeah, private yeah. Residential. and you know keeping that in mind a lot of times when uh, you have paranormal investigation teams going out there and investigating these private locations most of the time people don't want their stuff up on uh youtube or facebook which obviously we respect um like i i was talking in about an investigation i did last year at a private residence and uh for multiple reasons why she didn't want to release it was a lot more embarrassment than anything um because of what was happening to her anyways so uh lex you want to continue on with your question there uh, we're still going around the group yes i know and i have i got andrea how about yourself? Hello. Um, I've mainly read about the paranormal like Stephen as a kid. I didn't have any experiences until I joined with the group. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time to discover the group <laughs> at a store with a mutual friend owned. Awesome. And the rest is history. Um, I have been touched. Um, I've never been scared yet. Um that's basically it. I'm still new. <laughs> yeah. Not been not been scared yet. Yes. I like that. Yes. Not yet, yet is a big word. It's I is a big word. Out there that we've dealt with before, just touching on, and I have a lot of respect for that. And I will not hesitate if I'm not the one to up to the task. I I know who to contact. Yeah, I think she needs to go to a really, 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 really haunted asylum. No. And let's see if her, <laughs> her attitude changes. Yeah. Go to the hill. You need to go to the hill. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm not going to be able to make it this week. Let's go to, what is it? Waverly Hills. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Let's go. Go ahead, Lex. And then uh, that brings us round to you, Gage. What's your story, man? Ooh, you said that. Now. See, now it's nicer when uh, uh, somebody from the UK says your name. I'm Canadian, <laughs> and when I say it, it doesn't yeah, sound as nice. <laughs> uh, well, I'm uh, haven't got an experience yet. This is my Mima, and I joined through the group through her. I grew up around the paranormal and hearing stories about it, so it piqued my interest. So I'm here. There you go. Still, so there's a there's few a in this group that still need short to have story, some. right to the point. I like it. <laughs> I like it for sure. So well, I'm I don't here. know if you caught it, but he is my grandson. <laughs> 
Yes, I do. Yeah, we got yeah. it. He calls, you, so, he calls you Meemaw, right? Is that what he yes. said? Yeah, I was Meemaw. I love it. I love it. This big, huge guy, this big, huge guy sitting beside you, and he's calling you Meemaw. Yes. It just doesn't look right. <laughs> but I love it. It's great. It's great. It's great. So let me ask you, uh, let me ask you this and anybody can answer this if you want. Uh, what has been your latest investigation or something that might be coming up um, in the future that you'd like to talk about that you can talk about, actually? OK, well, our last investigation was just not quite a month ago and uh, it was a private residence. But believe it or not, she is the first one in many years that said we could run video and we could put it out. She didn't care. Cool. And um, we're in, I haven't done the reveal yet. Matter of fact, we were supposed to have done it yesterday, but she had to work. So she put it off for another week. And next Saturday, it's a couple hours away from where we are. So it's a trip and we can't go down in the middle of the week because we all have jobs and things. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have a life, you know, life priorities, unfortunately. And, uh, but this one consisted of, uh, uh, when she first contacted me that she was, uh, having dreams of being chased. And then when she woke up and she didn't know by what, and it was, she never knew exactly where she was at being chased, but she had scratches. She had like round, like finger round bruises on her hands. Um, Something got in the shower with her. Yeah. And before we actually made it down to investigate, cause she's a couple hours away. Um, she calls me up and she said, it got in the shower with me. And I said, what did you do? And she said, I told it to get out that it, I didn't want it taking a shower with me. And I said, and, and she said it got out, but mm. it stood outside the shower. And when she got out of the shower, it was still there. And you got to understand, she said the bathroom was cold. And I'm thinking, well, you get to take a hot shower, you climb out and it's going to be kind of cool. Mm. We got down there. This woman keeps it 80 degrees in her house. Oh, so wow. when That's she awesome. said it was cold, it had to have been cold. Yeah. You know? Is it and, weird when you said the shower thing? I was thinking, I was thinking, can you do my back, please? Is, yeah. is it weird <laughs> that I was thinking that? <laughs> right. Is it weird that and I was thinking that? Yeah. They <laughs> heard banging in the house and they felt watched. Um, she has a roommate. He had experienced mm. some of this too. Um, when we got down there, we haven't done the reveal, so I'm not going to say anything that we did fine. Uh, but we got down there and, um, we started back. We also, the town that she's in back and it so happens it's the same year that, uh, the house was built that she's in and it's a hundred years old. Um, there was an explosion in a dance hall and 39 people was killed. And 19 of them was burnt and blown up so bad they couldn't identify him. Oh, but they wow. had 19 bodies for 19 missing people. So they knew where they were, but they couldn't identify for sure who each one was. 
So the town got together and they put him, buried him in a mass grave in the cemetery there. And there's the big memorial. This mm -hmm. cemetery is one block from their house. You can look out her front door and see it. Okay. And um, so we kind of went by there and checked it out. And then we felt that possibly this is some of what they were dealing with. Um, but it was a good investigation and we will be putting a video out of it because, oh, cool. and we're going to go from beginning to end. We videotape the interview with her. And when we go down and do the rebuild, we're going to tape it too. So everybody can see what we do. Yeah. So are you going to be putting that onto YouTube? YouTube. And I'll Facebook? Put it on YouTube. And so then when you let me know, when you have it out, let me know. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I will make sure that gets shared out uh, so people can go over and watch your video. Okay. okay. So right. um, I will put it on to uh, the Huntophobia Canada page. I'll put it on Parapost Network and make sure that video gets seen um, okay. because there's nothing better. In my opinion, uh, there's a lot of great places out there, like abandoned places, but there's uh -huh. nothing better than a private residence. For me personally, I think it's the unexpected. Right. You never know what you're going to get. Now, when you go into these asylums and like the Waverly Hills or the Penhurst, you kind of know what to expect. The, but when you're going into private ball. residence, you have no clue what's going to happen. You can right. go off to what the, the owner has said, mm -hmm. but, you know, something else could come up that they've never seen or they've never heard or whatever. Right. And that's why I love private private uh, private right. uh, residences. Um, yeah. I, I, Lex, I think you had an opportunity at one point to, to investigate a private residence, right? Whatever happened to that? Uh, yes. Uh, they, they just moved. So I didn't get a okay. chance to do it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, they, kept, kept, they kept putting it off. So I'm hoping yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing my first one. I am hoping that someone reaches out to me, uh, at some point soon. I mean, obviously I'm doing a residence in September, but unfortunately it's a very famous property. So yeah. Yeah. But we'll have to see. But hopefully I'll get there. Um, I do agree, though. I do think maybe it's the the unknown that makes it more appealing. I also yeah. think it's the um, you're the there's a bit more of a, a safer aspect for you because you're going somewhere where they're not going to be riddled with probably homeless people hiding in every corner or any threats like that. So the only thing you're really, really having to deal with is the is the spiritual stuff rather than the human stuff. So that yeah, might make I it think... better too. I think also, I think um, particularly this case that I did last year, I think it meant a lot more to me because of what she was going through and me trying to go in there to try to get her some answers and try to get her some help. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really the type of investigator, and we spoke about this before the show, I'm really the type of investigator that will sit down a family if I'm at a private residence and say, listen, this is what you need to do. You need to sit down to, as a family and just basically say, listen, you are not welcome here. I did not invite you here and you need to leave. And you have to be firm about it. You don't go, oh, um, we don't want to be here anymore. So can you please leave? No, it's not like that. You need to be firm. You need to set the ground rules. And if they're not, the then you're going to take more steps to get rid of them. And I think if you do that, I personally think nine times out of ten, they are going to leave. They are going to leave. For example, the house that I did last year, um, they sat down as a family. I told them, I, I, I said what they should say. They did. 
the actual um, owner of the house, she was yelling so loudly, she almost started to cry because she was yelling so loudly that she wanted them out. And I went back upstairs and did an, uh, did another EVP recording. And I said, are you going to leave? And I captured yes. Sweet. Wow. And which was phenomenal. And um, she hasn't had any problems since. Excellent. Which is, which is great. And that's, and that's why I love them so, so much as well, because if you're going in there and you get the answers, you help them when you're walking away, you can have your chin up in the air and go, you know what? That was a fantastic investigation. We helped this person out and now they can move on with their lives and not worry about it anymore. And uh, that's why I think it's so important when, when people are going into these private residents, you go in, you go in there with the intent of helping them get rid of it. Just not going there to do an investigation and go, okay, well, we caught something. See you later. You know, right. it's just, this it's, is what it just, is. And good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, you got, by the way, you got 15 spirits in here. Good luck with that. Oh, yeah. Camera just let you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what Our is going on with my camera? <laughs> you're back yeah, there you go. yeah so uh anyways so uh is this my question no it's your question Lex, my turn. so this one is going to be a fun one for me because i'm going to direct it first at the skeptics on the team mm. so we can see there's a uh, there is a lot of um technology and uh trinkets and toys in our field of investigation i'm sure you've seen more than i've seen as many <laughs> as i have uh, but is there a particular piece of equipment that you see being used that you would consider being like the best for you oh. that you really enjoy using that? I, I, I like, I like the thermal or the yeah. SLS. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's more affirming than most other things because I, I feel like a lot of things can be misunderstood, misconstrued. Um, I feel like the SLS or the thermal is something tangent right in front of you that, you know, it's, it's a piece of equipment that can't be disputed really. So mm. Nice. And everyone else in the group, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have one I necessarily like, but I tell you the one I don't like is the spirit box because it just drives me up the wall. We have <laughs> the SB7 and the noise just drives him crazy. Uh, <laughs> me and Jesse aren't going to get along at all. No. I'll, say, I'll, I'll, say, I'll, say I'll say something funny at the end of this little bit for you as well. It's quite yeah. good. Uh, anyone else? Anybody else that's got a piece of favorite equipment that they like to use. Mm -hmm. Now we do a lot of old school. We do a lot of experiments. Uh, like I was recently, or we were recently gifted a yes and no coin. I don't know. Do you guys know what those are? Uh, I do. Yes. Okay. And those are fairly heavy. You can use it two different ways. You can spin it on a table or you can flip it. And what we did at this last investigation, and we, uh, Stephen took a handheld, and we have a stationary cameras in, in the rooms. Um, but uh, yeah, Gage just handed it to me. That's a yes and no coin. It's in a plastic case here. But um, I work uh, dowsing rods. Um, I make my own dowsing rods. My grandfather was a water witch, and I just prefer to use the kind, I kind of changed it 
for me, but I worked the dowsing rods and Liz sat behind me and I'd ask the question and she would hold the coin and think on the question as we was holding it. And uh, she would flip the coin after I asked the question and we would see if the answers coincided. I asked 25 questions and out of the 25 questions, they only gave us the same answer 11 times. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. uh, we are doing the global ghost hunt. Yes. I believe we're supposed to show on the 14th of May. You are. Um, we will be doing an experiment with this, but we're going to spin it instead of flip it just to cool. see if there's any difference. She said it was very awkward to try to flip this because the coin is heavy. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so we'll just, just see if there's any difference. Also, um, I think we may put it up against a pendulum on, that's on a pendulum stand and do that. Um, but we, I've done a lot of old school stuff. Like if somebody says that they have seen some spirit walking through a doorway, I'll hang wind chimes down. Mm. Um, or I'll uh, hang uh, weighted Mylar strips, uh, something in the doorway where, and we'll put a camera on it just in case. I've even been known if they've said they've heard someone walking uh, in the hallway, as long as it's not carpeted, uh, yeah. I'll put flour or baby powder down. Um, I just, I try to work old school stuff in with the modern stuff. Yeah. Uh, I have used the rods and walked uh, in and Andrea has used the K2 and a gauze meter and walked beside me to see if they all reacted at the same time. And they do. Yeah. The rods the, Lex, you should tell her about and they they could probably try this that the experiment that uh, Portal to the Paranormal does that we did at the uh, 1914. 40s tea room yeah. that i think they would really like and probably can do it that night as well there's a really really cool thing that we did and lex will explain it you guys might be interested in doing this because it is definitely it's very old school it's very uh you don't <laughs> it's it's really really super cool so why don't you explain to them what that is lex yeah so we got the pleasure of doing something called the, the glass and marble um which is very, very, very old-fashioned way of investigating. Uh, and it's very simple. They used a glass and a marble uh, on a flat table, and you rest the marble so it's dead center when you put the glass over the top. Mm -hmm. And everyone, everyone holds onto the glass. So, again, you're doing that energy transference thing like you would do with a Ouija board planchette and stuff like that. Everyone's touching it. Mm -hmm. but, you're not, yeah, but you're not moving it. So as long as no one knocks the table, the marble shouldn't move. Right. And, and we got the chance to see it happen firsthand where we asked a question that required the marble to move to say yes. And the marble did just move straight to the side of the glass. And we did the normal thing. Did someone knock the table? Are we on a slant? But then it was doing something really cool. We asked it to turn the marble without moving it. And you could see in the bot, you could see it on camera. You can see the marble was turning itself over in the corner oh, of the man. glass. So, the, uh, yeah, it was. The, I've never seen it done before. And yeah, and the best then, thing to you. Yeah, it. sorry, Lex. Sorry, Lex. The best thing to you is is a marble that you would put a fluorescent light on, so the marble will 
um, light up. Yeah. Uh, and it will stay glowing for a while. And mm-hmm. uh, then you then you can have your camera on it or whatever in the dark. And you can it's really super cool. Like it, it was moving, but it was moving very, very slowly. And there was no way. And the reason you have the glass on top of it, so nobody's touching it. Right. 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 So and the mo- and the marble was standing still, but it was moving in a circle moving around and it was it was so cool that and it's i would have to say that is very old school Mm -hmm. and very simple with a glass and a marble and a flat surface and if you get that marble to move maybe that will uh get uh liz to uh she's trying to figure out what happened what to cause say? that to happen i yeah, can see something. i can see mine i don't know if you're able to see it on camera hang on so oh, <laughs> it's too far away never mind um i've got i've got the power they gave me one of theirs with a painted glass and i've got it sat on a shelf up there with the marble still inside it yeah, i don't know where mine is i have one but uh who's uh what about Stephen? What would be your go-to if you wanted to uh, reach um, for your bag and get a piece of a? I I like the K2 meter, and I also okay. just like watching Vicky work these things. My rods. Yeah. She likes okay. to watch me work the rods. Because she will even tell you when she's moved it herself. I can feel it. And I can feel the energy in my hands. Yeah. Um, I made these. Yeah. These are 8-inch incense sticks containers and i drilled a hole in the middle and then directly in the bottom i glued a rubber washer and i used coat hangers my grandpa if he did not have a a willow branch to use off of the property when he would find water uh if they did not have a willow tree to use a willow branch he used two pop bottles and coat hangers. So that's where I kind of implemented what I had seen him do over the years. Um, I put this in and I make sure that it goes into the hole of the washer. That way, there's no way this bottom can, if it's not in there, it moves around. If it's in there, it doesn't move around. So that avoids you actually having to hold it. Right. And I can set it up now This with the rods being so long, I guess I could shorten them some. It kind of makes <laughs> it top heavy. Maybe if I put something on the bottom, it would weight it down and be able to hold it up. But I could set them flat on the table. And I, I'm a firm believer that the energy from my body holding it kind of helps them work the rods in answering me and uh, i can literally tell usually ahead of time whether the rods are going to move and it say yes or no i can feel it in my hands and like this yeah and and all of a sudden one of them will just jump Mm -hmm. you know or something it's it's really odd but anyway steven he he has a tendency of wanting to run the camera when I work the rods so we can see if anything happens. But yeah, that's that's really that's really super cool. I love that. It takes away from people well, actually saying that you're moving it. Yeah, if I move it, you're gonna see it. Yeah. 
because of the way that your hole is as big as they are. There's no way that you can move it, manipulate it or anything without it being seen. And that's why I use them. And you'll even admit that you can. And if, if so, I'm holding yeah. them on my legs instead of a table, if my leg jumps or I'll say, hold on, that was me. It wasn't, <laughs> you know, my leg jumped mm. or something, mm. you know. But it's I, there's no way I could even try to manipulate the rods and not, yeah. not be seen. That's amazing. That's awesome. I love that. And you know what? Very simple. You don't have to go out and spend thousands of thousands of dollars on equipment. Right. When, you know, you can do something like that or like what Lex was talking about with the glass and the marble. And right. uh, Raymond's down here saying he's going to tweak it a little bit and put a cat ball um, in the uh, in the uh, the glass or you know, for the yeah. glass uh, thing, but it's great. So just moving on to the next, um, actually, we never got Gage. Do you, did Gage answer that question of yours, Lex? He's, he's no. shaking his head. No. <laughs> no, you were asking me. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I was asking you, Stephen. <laughs> Do you have a favorite piece of equipment? Uh, Gage? Probably the rods. The rods? I like the rods. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Gage that's has awesome. been using the rods off and on, too. He has seen yeah. me and he, he yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So as people know, you're part of the Global Ghost Hunt this year for May. Your actual video is going to be going up on May 14th between 7 and 9 Eastern. Mm -hmm. um, so why don't you talk a little bit about your investigation, where you're going to uh, uh, do your investigation for the Global Ghost Hunt. Talk a little bit about uh, the general store and the other few places that you're planning to do that that night as right. well. Right. Um the general store and the cannery are owned by the same person. Uh, the general store has been redid. Uh, they used everything is for the period and they used as much as materials. Um, the general store was in really bad shape and they had to redo it. Uh, she also made it a bed and breakfast. And so she rents it out. It has a history. Now, in behind it is an old uh, tomato cannery, and it has a history. Um, there has been a, lo a lot of groups that has went in there, but not as... Uh, and that's one of the reasons that I chose, we chose, to this uh, spot is I want to get it out there. I want people to mm -hmm. learn it uh, for her um, she's put a lot of money into it and things, and she doesn't live there. She lives in another little town over by it. Um, I have a lot of personal history with this town. It is about 14 miles from Lebanon where we are at. Mm -hmm. And, um, but my grandmother lived there in, from 1906 to 1908 and the stories, her mother was a midwife the town was had a lot of strange things happen in it. Yeah. Um, when I believe it was 1908, but I'm not positive of that was the year. Her, her sister, and uh, two or three neighbor kids was walking to school, and they discovered that a meteor had hit. Oh, wow. And her description of it, what well, it was in the middle of a pasture. And it was white hot and it was steaming. And they 
realized they couldn't get close to it. They ran on into town and told everybody. And um, it was some of it had melted from the impact. Um, there's quite a bit of it in the ground. But that is one of the locations that we are also going to be investigating while we are there. Yeah. And Caddy Corner across the street from the meteor is a cemetery. And there is a minimum, I was told, of about 30 unmarked graves in the cemetery. Mm. Some of them was intentionally unmarked. Uh, my grandmother told me a story of when the war was going, the, a lot of the men was gone from Windyville. And a man came in. Uh, they didn't know who he was. He was on a gray horse that had white spots on it. And um, he sat there by the general store. And this went on for three days. He didn't talk to anybody, any of this sort of thing. So what men was left there in town got together and there was five or six of them and they went and approached this man because everybody was afraid of him. They didn't know why he was there. Uh, supposedly when they demanded that he get down and talk to him, he went for his gun and these men shot and killed him. Well, his horse was so distinctive looking that they couldn't afford to have it around and they shot and killed the horse and they drug both of them down to the cemetery and buried them. And there has been several sightings of this horse or a horse with a man on it running around in the cemetery. Now, my grandmother told me this back when I was little, but you can look on some of the haunted sites in Missouri and it will talk of the man being seen on the horse or the horse in the cemetery. Mm. Also, supposedly there is a witch buried there in an unmarked grave. I don't know that. My grandma never said anything about it, but I did hear my mom and her sister having a discussion about it one time. Mm. But uh, so we're going to be doing investigating at the meteor. It's called Lone Rock. Okay. Uh, at, when it first hit, it was just in the middle of a pasture. Now there's some trees around it and a road has went down through there close to it. Okay. Uh, and at the cemetery, and then we'll be investigating the general store and the cannery. And while we're investigating, I'll tell some stories that, you know, and some things on it. Um, but we will be doing experiments also. Reuben, Liz's husband, has been building some equipment for us. Cool. And we will be, it's patents pending on it, but it, we're all excited about it. I ain't going to say much about it. I'm going to let him introduce yeah, it. You know. Yeah, you know what? I have to be honest, like out of a lot of, like we have a lot of investigations that are going to be happening in the 10 days. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be honest, I'm really looking forward to yours because Different. Um, this, is, this place is like not really known. And this is one of the reasons why uh, I started the global ghost hunt, because there's a lot of locations out there that are amazing locations, but just not getting the right. Waverly Hills, the Penhurst, the, right. the conjuring, the Hensdale, they're not getting those kind of numbers. Right. So if we bring forth these, locations and a mm -hmm. lot of people are watching this and going you know what 
I want to investigate that place. And hopefully that phone call for the woman that owns it is going to start getting a lot of calls where she's going to be able to book, 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 and book. And, you know, because we need these locations to stay up. Right. Um, and, and they're getting destroyed and they're getting vandalized and people are unable to like if somebody goes in there and breaks a window or does something and like it costs money to repair. Oh, yeah. You know, like it, Since it's the just first of the unf- year. The store has been broken into twice. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, like a lot of these locations that like there's a location <laughs> that I think off right off the bat, the Victorian view. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really heard of this place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it looks like an amazing location and it's going to get recognized by the global ghost hunt that people are going to see it. And hopefully those people will start getting more calls as well. And this is what the global ghost hunts about. Yes, the teams are important. Right. Very important. But you know what? And I don't want anybody to take this as a bad thing, but the locations are more important. Yeah, they matter. Most definitely so they, they they matter. They do matter. And this is one of the reasons why I did this, because I, I there's locations here in Canada that are getting torn down. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a great hotel that was here that was extremely haunted. Supposedly it got torn down. And now there's a condo there. I feel bad for the people in the condo. But anyways, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. there's. <laughs> because yeah. just because you're getting rid of the building doesn't mean you're getting rid of the spirits. Right. They're still going to be there. Oh, so, yeah. But, and I'm glad you're doing this place. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I, I wish you were earlier in the, in the event. I really do because I want to see your investigation so badly. Now, <laughs> knowing that you're going to be doing these experiments as well, it's yeah. just more intriguing to watch right. your video and watch your, your and, investigation. I'm looking yeah. so far into it. I'm very proud of Ruben. He has worked very hard. I'm going to say yeah. he started like last July and August oh putting it God. together. And he's his own worst critic. I've got it. And he's, well, I don't know. I think, you know, <laughs> finally I tell him, you know, hey, <laughs> it seems to be working. Uh, but so go. he is going to introduce it and tell you all about it uh, during the investigation that cool. we do. And Raymond is going to be uh, there next year, so uh, maybe you can take it. Maybe he can meet up with you guys, and he can take you can take him there. Well, right back in the middle of Missouri, there you go, go three hours to the east, and you're in St. Louis, and you go three hours um, northwest, and you're in Kansas City. Yeah, so, and Courtney's yeah. right. The spirits are important too. Oh yeah. Um, they're okay. they're 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 very important as well and i don't want to take anything away from that uh the spirits that are there yes mm-hmm. they're important too because they have stories they have messages and uh they want to let people know what those are but the haunted locations are very very important and we need to keep right. them in the historic um, significance this little town at one time was a booming town they had um, a couple three miles it would be south of windyville at one time, they had a cannonball factory. It's no longer there. It's not even talked about anymore. A what kind of factory? A cannonball. Factory. Really? Yes, they made wow. cannonballs wow. during the war. And uh, but this little town is the population of fifty-one right now. There's only fifty-one people that live in this town, 
And, you know, there's a lot of historic significance to this town. Yeah. And, and you get to express that. You get to show that right. uh, global ghost hunt. And I'm really hoping that people are going to come out to watch your video because uh, I think for me personally, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And it gives me a reason to come out there and yeah. uh, to, to uh, investigate that location. I seem to be getting out to the States a lot more. Um, unfortunately, as you heard earlier, before you guys came on, I always have a problem when I get to the border. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't know why that is. I'm, I'm, I'm a sweet guy. I, I got the face of. They sweet. must love you. That's all. <laughs> yeah. So, Lex, is it me or is it you? I do not remember, but I do want to say this. It's you. it's you. Okay, it's me. Uh, I do yeah. just want to say this as well on the point of like you said, the, the locations matter. I was going to say investigation teams are a dime a dozen. There's a million of us. These buildings yeah. are one of a kind. So these locations. So that's why yeah. they're also so important. But you both made very good points there. So now I want to bring you to let's have a look. Um, you know, go between... to the last one. Go huh? to the last one. Yeah, go to the last question. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. My question. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was finding a way to work this out to make my question special for your team because it's personal to everyone. And there was only one way I could do it. Um, and it's nice and simple. Now, I just need to make I'm not as good as Brian with names, so I need to work this out again. So, next to Steven, Liz. Liz, that's the one. Ah, <laughs> so close. I forgot. Okay, so if the day came where you were given slapped in the face evidence, got <laughs> undeniable proof, and you brought it to me, and all you had to do to win all the money in the world would be to get Liz to admit that she's no longer an atheist and she <laughs> believes 100% in the paranormal on camera to me, face to face. And if she did that, I would gift her all the money in the world. But you had to use that money to investigate one location in the world. Where would you go? Uh, it would probably be uh, Lep Castle in Ireland. Nice. Nice. There you go. Good one. Uh, you know, it's and we say this every time we ask this question. For some reason, we don't know why this happens. Um, but when we ask this question to Americans, they usually stay in America. It's no. usually the next state my, over. My and I'm glad is, you're different on this one for sure. My family is from Valley Cassidy, Ireland. And okay. so like I it's my dream to get back to the homeland, you know, eventually. There but you go. I but the historical significance is huge to me. Um, and so I would love, I would love to be able to get to Ireland someday and, and look around and that sort of thing. So that's cool. Yeah. Who's next? Next one. Doesn't matter. You're not no. going to call us out, Lex. Come on. <laughs> oh, you want me to call you all out. Okay. <laughs> next one. This one's easy. I'm going to give all the money in the world to the man with the coolest name. But he has to spend it on a location to investigate. Gage, where are you going? Uh, probably uh, Israel, Mazda. Nice. Ooh. That's a new one. Interesting. Wow, that's that a one new up. one. Yeah, He's got to cool. So what Lex is doing, he writes down all these names of these different places. And at some point, at some point, I don't know when that's going to be. We've had the show for two years and he's still doing it. 
Because we so, haven't hit 100 yet, that's why. Yeah, we're, oh, we're doing it on the 100th show? Okay. Um, yeah, so, we're going to tally it up for yeah, the 100th show. So, um, uh, no, that's a great one. Perfect. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. the first time we've had Israel. I it think. is. I think it's the first. I need to go back through, but I'm pretty sure it is. Ah, good. Great. Okay. Choice. Awesome. Jesse. Skill test. <sighs> to do you, I would pay you all the. I'd pay you all the money in the world to sit in a room, and listen to the noise of a spirit box, for 100 hours. But to do that, you'd win all the money in the world to investigate a place. Where are you going? <laughs> I'd like to go to the Roman Coliseum. Ooh, yes. Nice. Nice. Another new one. Another new one. Yeah, that is a good one. Now, just before we go on to the next person, I will say, Jesse, what you need to get Liz's husbands to do is to build a piece of equipment (laughs) that you can hook up the SB7 where it cancels out the static noise so it doesn't bother you anymore. And you can there's actually a piece of equipment out there. It's called uh, the portal Mm -hmm. uh, that you hook up your SB7 and it gets rid of the static noise. So right. that might be something you 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 guys want to maybe make because I'll be honest and I'm biased here because you know I love the SB7 but the SB7 to me is the best piece of equipment in my mind. Right. <laughs> okay. That's just my opinion. So I've had anyway. good results out of it. I'm really yeah. I've been right. very happy who's, with it. Who's next? Who's next? Mm. Andrea, did you say you haven't had an experience yet? I've had experiences, yes, but not that got me into ghost, you know, doing this. Well, okay. This is this is a tough one to ask her. So I'm just going to be polite about it. I would look out of the team. I'd like to gift you a, just a prize fund of all the money in the world. It's really hard to make up six of these. <laughs> but you have to investigate one location where you go in. Go. Probably back to a house I used to live in when I was about eight. Because I think it was haunted. It was a Worth County home in Worth County, Iowa. 14 year old house used to be a nursing home. Ah, Very creepy place. And it's still standing. Nice. So 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 pocketing the money and going home. That was a good answer. Yeah, she's smart. (laughs) She's pocketing all the money. She's smart. She's lived there for three years. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) That's cool. But I don't remember. Two more. You got two more. I know this is really fucking difficult. You got two more, and you do you have their names? Yeah, Stephen okay. and Vicky. Okay. I know. Yeah, I'm up here, mate. Noodles ass. working. Stephen. <laughs> yeah. Stephen. 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 <clears throat> this is really difficult. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I I don't have any. I don't have any more in the juice. If you you have to sit there and watch the dowsing rods spin. For a year. <laughs> a year? Yeah. And only when it stops. <laughs> only when it stops, I'll give you the money to investigate a place. But where would you go? Oh, I don't know. Um, I've always wanted to go to the... Um, have you guys ever heard of the Brown Lady? I think it's like a place in England. And Brown Lady. It's like a, a ghost. Lex is also like our to, fat checker. I'd like to investigate that. Where the Brown Lady is. Uh, I believe this is in uh, Raynham Hall. 
Yeah, because I remember a book written about her. her, like going up steps or descending down them. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, it's yeah, it's in Norfolk, so yeah, it's in my neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> okay, be proud, like, be proud. Look, trying. Be proud. Last one. I thought you were just going to do one for everyone. I didn't realize <sighs> you were going to do six different ones. <laughs> How often do we have this many guests on a show? I'm making it unique to yeah. all of you. Yeah. All right, last one, Vicky. Okay. Right, with your yes and no. I'm going to have to take something that uh, when I was in the sixth she's grade. I'm not even letting you ask. I know. Yeah, not even ask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I had one for her as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you want me to spend the dowsing rods for a year? <laughs> is that what nope. you want? <laughs> nope. Lex has got a perfect one. I do have a nice one for you, actually. With your yes or no coins, That's if right. you were to flick it up in the air, and as it landed, it's turned into all the money in the world magically. <laughs> Where are you going to investigate? <coughs> well, I choose a place that I have felt drawn to since about the sixth grade. And that is the Bell Witch Cave. Mm. I have back in, I had learned about it in the history and, you know, Andrew or President uh, Jackson being there. Um, I just have always felt drawn. I've even had a couple of dreams of, of a woman telling me I needed to come. I needed to come there. So that's probably what I would do. I have never had the opportunity to go there. So that's I probably heard of that what place. I Where is that place? In Tennessee. In Tennessee. Yeah. Awesome. I was in Tennessee last October. Why didn't I hear about this place? Oh, the president went there and he was scared so off. Nice. He left in the middle of the night. I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to speak to uh, Adam and tell him, why didn't you take us? To, are you allowed in this place? Yeah, yes. it's a tourist. Attraction. Yeah, I believe it's the ghost park. hunters went through yeah. it, didn't they? Yes, it's a state park now as well. Yeah, Jason um, and uh, Grant went there. Oh wow! Got to get there, Brian. Got to get there. Yeah, well, I'm I'm planning on going back to uh, down to Tennessee at some point uh, because that's when uh, last October I was there. Was it October or November? I think it was October. I went to Bobby Mackey's and I oh, okay. also did. Uh, octagon hall oh okay and great bobby mackey's uh octagon hall um was, I was amazing say, between the two it would be octagon oh bobby mackey's the only mm. thing that was scary in there was the actual wires coming out of the ceilings and the floors <laughs> okay <laughs> that's the only thing that was scary there and uh and we've talked about this uh we had a show about this but we've also talked to, about this on several different shows because uh, I saw the post in the other day, somebody was doing an event or something like that at Bobby Mackey's, which is fine. You know, I think uh, the rich history of the people that have been through there, not only the uh, musically, but also paranormal investigators, mm -hmm. but out of a scale of one to 10 for Bobby Mackey's, I give it about a three. Um, only because we did capture some EVPs there. We did. Yeah. Um, we captured some interesting moments, but I will tell people, and I'm going to continually tell people, there is absolutely no way there's a gate to hell in that place. No, I'm and sorry. See, I, I have always felt that there wasn't there. Yeah. But I and we, act yeah, we actually activity. did an EVP. 
we did an EVP session down in the oh interesting. I didn't know that. They have now closed off um Carl's apartment now, which was upstairs. Oh, okay. Wow. Did they say I why? Wonder, yeah, I'm curious why they did that. Because if you go up to the, his apartment, it's well, first of all, it's 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 like <laughs> It's like an absolute, it's like a disaster, like a tornado hit it. Yeah. Um, and there's a table in Carl's room where that's full of money and full of cigarettes that people have been leaving uh, for Carl. But uh, I'm kind of curious why they closed it off. I, I would imagine it probably, the floor didn't feel like it was very safe. Something um, unsafe about it. You know, uh, the, bathtub, the, the bathtub had about four inches of dirt in it. And uh, it was gross it's gross upstairs there you go see there you go that's why yeah structure and stability structure yeah. and i and i'll be honest like and i've said this again i've said this many times that i i have no idea how that place is still open it's got so many different code violations in that place they have to be paying off the town to stay open i would say they've been hyped up so much that they're a money maker for the town i guarantee it Oh, oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And the amount they charge for they would five hours it up a little bit to keep what's it going. that? You would think they would try to keep the place up a little bit to keep it going. Of course, you know? of course Raven's still going back. He's going back in October. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? For the amount of money this guy probably makes now, keeping in mind the bar's only open two days a week, it's open right. on Friday and Saturdays, and I'm surprised they're allowed open. And uh, to be honest, and I'm going to continue saying this so I can get this out there to say that there is nothing demonic at Bobby Mackey's. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And it annoys me when you see a thumbnail saying, I got I got attacked by a demonic entity at Bobby Mackey. No, you didn't. Right. <laughs> you well, know, I but... have been investigating for 46 years, and I can count on one hand how many demonic issues and circumstances mm. I have came into. It just, yeah. I'm sorry, angry yeah. spirits, yeah, confused spirits, but demonic. Maybe, maybe demonic. I think, uh, I think a lot of times when we walk into a location and something happens, um, if a plate is moved, they automatically think it's poltergeist. Uh, right. No, you could just be pissing a spirit off that doesn't want you there. Right. You know, but I, anyhow, I, it is what it is. What What are you going to say, Liz? What was that? I was going to say, what? I have a theory as to why everybody jumps to on the, the demon bandwagon, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think it's just a lack of under, misunderstanding. I mean, especially in the area that we are, um, it's very high population of Christianity and they were taught you know that if it's not of this world it, it must not you know it must not be um it's good right I guess. and so i think a lot of people uh, just quickly assume that it must be a demon it, you know it must be a demon and they don't understand that you know energy is something that never dies it just goes on and there's a good chance that you know it's not the demon or at all it's just you know, that's what you've been taught. That's what you believe. And therefore you bring it to fruition almost. If you think it's a demon, it's going to be mean. It's going to do bad things and, you know, that sort of thing. And um, I, that's just my theory. I think people just assume because they know better. Yeah. I think your Eamon's right. It's a scare factor as well. well I, I also think that, that that's a good thing that we'll touch up on, on the faker segment surely as well. Yes. Now, if you guys want to stick around for this segment, 
This is our new segment we've been doing for a couple of months. This is Lex's segment on you figures. Guys you guys want to stick around and you can give your care. two cents. Um, you can give your two cents if you want to. Uh, but we are now going to start our... God, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is, it. it is cool. So uh, Lex apparently has a doozy one this week. We have and, a fun one uh, this week. What's that? It's a fun one a fun this one. week. Let's do it. Yeah, let's see Rosanna. What's that Rosanna saying? <laughs> let's, let's do, do it. it. Yeah. So the other night, I was a little bit bored. Decided I'm going to flick on some some twin paranormal. Um. <laughs> A group that I really liked when they first started out. I still actually like them. I think they put out nice videos. Um, I still, I just can't decide how much of a percentage of it they're faking or not. Because a lot of the stuff they get is quite good. It's not demon throwing a chair good, but it's, you know, they get knocks, they get sounds, footsteps, communication through devices. It seems quite legit. But I do know they have done a video with Omar before. And that makes me question it. I know they've done a video with exploring with Josh, which makes me question it because we all know both those channels like to, well, especially Omar likes to fabricate shit. So I don't know where they sit on them. But I, what made me laugh the other night? I was flicking through their new videos, and they just been to Octagon Hall. Now this piqued my interest because I knew that Raymond had just been there within the same time they were there. So. <laughs> Yeah, so this was quite a great one. So decided, I was like, you know what? We'll watch it. I know, I know what Raymond's told me about the place. You know, I've seen the clips. Let, let's have a look at this. Let's have a look at this. And um, they are not five seconds in the door when they get scratched by something, or one of them gets scratched by something all up his stomach. And I thought, well, I need to ask Raymond about the demon activity in Octagon Hall. Because I've not read anything about a demon in Octagon Hall. There isn't. As I had Brian tell me there isn't. So I spoke to Raymond, who also said there's nothing there. In fact, he laughed at the idea. Um, but I thought it was quite funny. And this is what I like about the demon thing, because the title of the video was The Night the Demon Attacked Us. And their previous week's worth of videos have been The Night the Demon Almost Killed Me, The Night a Demon Did This, Confronting a Demon. And that's what I want to talk to people about Twin Paranormal today. So I can't sit here and say that they are definitely fabricating their evidence. I can say they're definitely fabricating their titles. And they're doing that thing that makes everyone suspicious is using the D word in every video. Now, I'm much like this, every skeptic in the world. I think the word demon is very much misconstrued to what they actually are. Mm -hmm. And the chances of running into one, you have more chance of being struck by lightning in the same year that you win the lottery. Mm. They're very far and few in between. They're not as common as everyone seems to make out they are. Right. So did they run into an angry spirit? Maybe. Did they run into a murderous spirit? Most definitely. Did they run into Lilith the demon? Fucking no. No, they didn't. <laughs> 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 now, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to interject here. Uh, now, in Octagon Hall, 
if there's anything that's pissed off, there is a possible pissed off spirit there. And I'm going to tell you who that is. Okay. But they were on the main floor, right? Mm-hmm. There is a guy that stayed in Octagon Hall back years and years and years ago when it was originally open. And unfortunately, I'm going to say this, folks, he was a pedophile. Okay. So um, he got killed because of what he was doing to kids that were there. Now, what I will say is he's not allowed to leave the floor. So there's no way he would have been allowed. There's no way he would have been on the main floor. So whatever spirits are there are keeping him upstairs on the top floor. He's not allowed downstairs. So Mm. that would be the closest thing that would have been maybe a pissed off spirit. So, you know, (laughs) I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to mention that. And yep. I will say I will say this: If you do watch, I mean, I watch a lot of Twin Paranormal um, because they are the most polite people you ever see doing investigations. They're so respectful to the places. They're respectful to what they're talking to, if they're trying to, you know, if they're not faking it. They're really respectful guys. Um, they, and some of the reactions seem genuine to the stuff they catch. Uh, I watched one last night where a balloon got pulled down in a hallway by itself, and it actually went down a flight of stairs. And they have the cameras on all areas of the stairs, and you can see no one's holding it. You can't even see string in the lights. So right. I, 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 I'm very on the fence where they are. But it's the exaggeration of this. The, the, the demon word is what I think makes them lose credibility if they aren't faking it. Because yeah. it gets, I, I don't understand what makes people think you're going to click on it by including the word. Because I know I won't. I watch all their videos because I like the two guys who do it. Right. Because the the way they approach the investigations, I like to think that I learned my mannerisms of how to approach investigating and the way I speak to spirits. I, I was probably influenced a little bit by them because I was watching them before I started doing this. Um, same with Mindseed. The way I edit my videos is probably done like theirs, except I don't fake mine. Mindseed definitely do. But it's so it's a it's a, it's a weird line. So if you guys want to check out their video on Octagon Hall, it's one of the most recent ones. I, I recommend it. I watched five minutes of it and I said this is ridiculous. It's the scratch, isn't it? Off. Yeah, they got so it's much ridiculous. stuff. They got so it's much ridiculous. stuff throughout the night. Yeah, but the scratch doesn't make sense. Um, but yes, yeah, so I thought. But I will say, I, yeah, Lex, I will say this though: when we were there, from the minute we arrived up to the minute we left. We were experiencing activity the whole night. Yeah, they said and that in the video as well. They said it. Yeah, right. what's really cool is uh, when I was outside with Patty, and they were in that separate hut outside. Patty went in there just to film uh, the 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 little hut. It's like it's got a fireplace and a kitchen. Um, this was at ten to nine in the morning, so it's daylight. Mm. Uh, she went in there. And she captured an EVP on her camera. And it was incredible. And that was at 10, 10 to 9, five minutes before we were leaving. So the mm-hmm. minute we arrived, um, we walked through the door. And we were all standing upstairs in the main hallway because a lot of us were looking at the pictures because they got a lot of famous pe- people of pictures on the wall. And me and Adam were listening to, to, uh, to Bear talk who's the tour guide for the Octagon Hall, um, he was telling us something, and me and Adam both heard it. We both heard it at the same time. It sounded like somebody was being dragged along the basement floor, and they were wearing chains. 
Jeez. Mm. And when we went downstairs and he was talking about downstairs, what goes on in the tack room and stuff like that, we we heard chains clinging, like clicking together, clinging together. And I said, I'm hearing chains clinging together. So we went in the tack room and one of the chains was slightly moving. And there's no wind downstairs. There was it was very calm outside. Nothing was open. No windows were open. Nothing. And so Patty tried to reenact the chains clinging together, and it was the exact same noise. Noise that you were getting that yeah. we heard. Cool. And it was like this place is awesome. And now what's great about this place, and I let uh, Raymond know that they have security cameras everywhere. So if you guys ever go there by chance. Watch the security cameras. And if you see something in the security cameras, what they'll do for you is you write it down, the time, the date, who you are, and they will send you that footage. Time stamp it. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. And, you know, if you want to take a tour of this place, it's $5. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. It's $5. And then, then on top of that, um, when we went there, there were six of us. We started at four o'clock in the afternoon and we were finished at nine in the morning. It cost us 300 bucks. That's not bad. And it was yeah. incredible. And I will say Octagon Hall doesn't have enough, isn't given enough credit for probably being one of the most active places in the States. Yeah, it doesn't help with people doing these stupid videos on it. Exactly. And that was a see we gray minds think alike. I was mm. just about to say that. So it's, uh, yeah. But and that is why I wanted to bring them up today. So again, I'm gonna keep doing this till someone responds to it, by the way. If any of you in the chat watch their channel, please let them know I've done it. But this is an open <laughs> this is an open invitation to Ryan or River from Twin Paranormal to come and speak to us on here. And let me know if you're faking it. Or not. I want to know. Mm. And I've invited everyone I spoke about to do it, and no one has the brass. So, mm. again, it's an open invitation. I'll be polite. We just want to have a chat. And con you know, convince me you're not lying. Because I actually rate the channel. So, convince me. Um, but again, I'm actually interested to find out from the group here, what are their thoughts mm. on fakers and people that are doing what they're doing in our field? Um that um, are literally, um, in my opinion, destroying it. What are your thoughts? It is really tearing down any progress that we've made. It wears on people and, and they start, well, you know, if they're faking it, more than likely they are, you know, and it's just, we have come fairly far. I mean, when I was talked, my grandmother talked to me about me being a dreamer. She told me, she said, don't, tell anybody about it because you're going to be better off but we're talking in the 60s and uh she was right yeah if, you know if i'd went talking about it you know how it would have been and now we got stuff on television you know and we've got validation through a lot of things that we do and when you have people go in and do stuff like this it tears down what progress we have made in this field with 100%. getting it out to people and and it to me i can't stand it it drives me crazy and all this demonic thing is just frustrating 
it's just very it frustrating. Is. It is. And uh, to answer Courtney, no, no one ever wants to come on here and confront <laughs> me when I bitch about them. I mean, no. Jody, Jody Dean made a video about me once. That was quite funny. And he didn't want to name me in the video, but he got a nice response back and he decided not to talk to him about it anymore. And he's not said anything. And do, uh, Dina, yeah, do the they know is who great Jody channel. Dean is? Do you know who Jody uh, Dean is? Hunting Sticky the dead. In your group there? No. Who? Jody mean. Dean. Uh, he's, he's from the channel hunting the dead friends with all the florida lot like oh my gosh and everyone like that is in that circle okay, he's also the most arrogant wannabe zach baggins i've ever seen in my oh, life <laughs> he's even got his own haunted mansion that he shows people oh, he's painted okay. it jet black because it wasn't scary enough to look at so he was like oh, i'm gonna paint it all black so yeah. he made it look ominous yeah yeah he's an absolute twat so Dina and, Lex would get, Dina and Lex would get along really, really well because uh, Lex is a fan of The Shape. Uh, yeah, I, I watch The Shape as well. Um, I really like The Shape. Again, he's not rude about the way he debunks channels. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, he does admit when he's wrong. And he's tried to debunk Twin Paranormal twice. And again, he's, he's only given mid, like two things that are like, oh, the backpack was placed in a really not obvious way. And now they've revealed a pentagram underneath it. Like... It's not concrete that they've debunked it, but the rest of he does get people quite well. So I do love the shape, and um, I would love to have the shape on here one day and talk about debunking with us because right. we have had a debunker on here before. Mm -hmm. um, so I, yeah, I hundred percent rate the shape. But um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'd love it if one of these people that I call out come on here. Just come back, Aisha. Come on, <laughs> just defend yourself, right? Especially the bigger channels, the ones that are robbing people of money because they're lying. Right. But, um, they're the ones I have a massive issue with. Like the ones who created their own uh, Randonautica-like app called Scarinoia. Again, that's okay. Jody Dean and Omar. They made their own one. Yeah. yeah. And... We, we we called out Jody Dean pretty bad. Um, last Was it last year or the year before? Last year? Last year. No, it was the year before. Our oh, first year. Oh, yeah. Our first year doing this. Um, we had a real problem with uh, Mr. Dean... Uh, going to somebody's graveyard and sitting on the graveyard oh, and leaning up against the headstone like he owned the place. Yeah, oh, with his, he sat on the grave yeah. and just leaned back on it. If I remember. Yeah, and yeah, uh, then profiting from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. Uh, absolutely disgusting. And we called him out on it and Very did a show on him. And he did a video the next day and called us out. And then he thinks he's smart. He's not really that smart. And uh, so he tried to give these hidden little signals that he was talking about us. Well, I'm from Toronto. He's from Florida, and he was wearing a Toronto Raptors hat. So, uh, you know, I'm not stupid, uh, but <laughs> Lex came back. Lex came back with a <laughs> fantastic video. Yeah, I think it pretty well shut him up pretty quickly. And uh, But he doesn't like either of us. He really doesn't like either of us because we talk about him at least every other show. <laughs> I, I, will, I, will, I tell you, what, Mr. Dean, I will stop talking about you if you, you stop show. lying to everybody. Come and on this show. He comes on the show. Or come on the show. Come and talk to me like a man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Little pep squeak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that wraps me up for the week, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, I want to thank. I want to thank. Here you, here you go, the test. I want to thank Vicky. I want to thank Stephen. I want to thank Liz. I want to thank Jesse. I want to thank uh, Adri Adriana. Adria? 
Andrea. Andrea, Andrea, thank you. Actually, in Canada, that would be uh, Andrea. Mm -hmm. There you go. So, and then, um, and then, obviously, I can't obviously gauge. Right. So, uh, <laughs> as good unless I say it, Brian. <laughs> what? Doesn't sound as good unless I say it, does it? <laughs> does it actually. So, I want to thank you for coming up on today's show. I really, really, like I said earlier, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing your investigation. And I hope people are going to watch you. It's going to be on May 14th, which is the last day of the event. It's going to be on, it starts at 7 and goes till 9 Eastern. Uh, so you definitely want to check out this group. And I'm really, really hoping that your group really gets out there and the haunted location gets out there too. Um, you're a great bunch and I can see why you all work together. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to say my goodbyes and then uh, Lex can. Yeah. Yeah. To all of you, thank you so much for giving us your time tonight. Uh, we've had a great laugh up here. Great chat. And um, I think we've all got to know you all a little bit better. Hopefully some of you will see straight and realize that the paranormal is real. But, you know, we'll find that out in the future. But um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing your investigation for the global ghost hunt. I uh, can't wait to see these experiments. And, you know, again, keep going the way you're going. You're definitely a huge, huge positive force in the paranormal community. And we hope that we can highlight you with this show to get you more and more people, uh, more eyes on you and to get you more involved. But thank you so much for coming up here today and talking to us. I appreciate you having us. Yeah, I do. I It gives us a chance to explain what we're doing and where we're going and that type of thing. And I really appreciate you having us on here. Nice. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks guys. Have a great rest of the day and we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank All you. right. Okay. Good night. Wow, that was awesome. I, 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 I've spoken to Vicki on several different occasions uh, through Messenger and she seems like a really, really great person. And obviously they have a great team and it's always nice seeing a good team that works together and and uh, are going to do great and wonderful things. And she's been in the industry for what? I think she said 46 years. Like Jesus. Jeez. Like that, that says a lot. Um, yeah, please Courtney. And uh, I hope they had a good time because we had a good time. And uh, for people listening on the podcast, if you want to go over and check out and see who, what they look like, you can go over to YouTube uh, through the lens with Brian and Lex. Very, very easy to find. And I want to thank everybody that came in the room today. I really appreciate it. And we definitely appreciate your support. I want to thank Paralinks for everything they do for us, for our show as well. And everybody um, was amazing today. They really were. And uh, there was a lot of comments going on here. And um, wow just just fabulous and you know i i can't believe we're coming up on our 100th show i know we're like this close. was 97 we got three more shows two more shows till we hit 100 and it's two years two years two years over two years and uh but we have a great guest next week we have a great guest next week uh i'm really really looking forward to sitting down with uh, and talking with her. She's a channel writer. She writes poems. Uh, she's also very, very much into the paranormal. And her name is Shannon. She also goes by Velma. And uh, looking forward to having her come on the show next week. So you definitely do not want to miss that. 
Yep, so uh, but, make sure you're uh, here, guys. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say my goodbyes. Thank you again for everybody that came into the room today to uh, check out uh, Abyss Paranormal. Lex? Yep. Thank you very much for everyone in the chat for joining us. Thank you for your, your input. Thank you to Abyss Paranormal for coming on. And again, thank you to Brian for accompanying me on this lovely talk show, 97 episodes in. Thank you to everyone listening on the podcast, and we'll see you next Sunday. So don't forget, till then, stay safe, stay spooky. <laughs>